Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy, Roberto, and of course, this is the Black Hand Podcast 2.0. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody's having a good night tonight. Um, I had a quality day myself. I got with Dwayne, and uh, we just played a lazy day. It's been raining here in Kansas City off and on for a couple of days. So, we just kind of stuck in the house until the sun came out. But you don't want to hear all that, right? Of course not. This ain't Jerry Springer. Okay. <clears throat> Tonight's episode is to the thing that brings couples together. The one that could tear them apart. The one that you can probably be faithful or you can cheat every single time. You take vows, you know, in front of God or a church or a courthouse or whatever like that. But the thing it still remains, and that is marriage. Marriage is a the ultimate giving yourself to someone else. You promise to your spouse and under God that you will love this person pretty much until the day you're dead. And that person says the same thing. You get rings on your fingers to show that, yes, I am taken. I have a wife or I have a husband. I love them very much. That's why I said yes. And so on and so on. Get the kids, get the house, get the cats and dogs living together and everything else when it comes to marriage. But in the 21st century, marriage to some people is a cuss word. Marriage is frightening. Marriage is unfreed, freedom to some. And this day and age, no one can see somebody being with the same person for buku years. It's not even a mentality they even want to think about. Because when they think about it, it's like, oh my God, I'm married to this one person forever. Unless they cheat or something. But even that is no surprise. Now, come the 25th of this month, I've been married to my wife for 12 years. I love her. She loves me. She has been in my corner since we met. She likes my attitude. Some of it. She doesn't like the fart that I beat myself up all the time. And I try to get away from it, but sometimes you just gotta do it. And uh, she's my best friend. And she is my confidant. And... You know, she's a woman that I wanted to marry. So I did. Don't regret it at all, period. Because I wasn't very good at being single. As a matter of fact, I think single life got me in a lot of trouble. And it also guarded me a daughter who is living with her mother right now. Not my wife, but her mother. But then other elements come into the play when it comes to marriage first element is the person that you're marrying. Now, they may have a checkered past. We all do. They may have dated outside a race or they made it in their race. And they probably slept around, you know, hit on girls or boys and did all kinds of shit before they decided to jump the broom. But there is that one special person, and I mean special, I mean like Jerry Lewis Telethon special that decide that even though I am married to this woman over here, and even though I took my vows in front of all these people and God's creation and everything else, 
I'm going to go over here and see the Big Booty Truby over here. Because if she said yes, then we're going to go at it. And that happens a lot. Matter of fact, right now, as Eddie Murphy would say in the you know, movie Raw, if he's not with you, he's fucking somebody. <laughs> and it's like, I, I, it's, it's laughable when he said it. But it's true, though. Men tend to want to see if they still have it, which means they can still attract a woman that's not their wife. Or they try to, you know, wear nice clothes and see if a woman even noticed them. And then some take a little bit further, and then they start flirting with this woman. And, you know, she laughs at your jokes, and she thinks you're cool and handsome and all that kind of crap. And then you automatically fall in love with them or fall into bed with them, whoever comes first. And you totally forget that, hey, I got a wife over here with three of my kids. And that's when the problem comes in. And women, you're no different. There is rarely a woman cheating on a man, but they do happen. And when they do, it also means a lot of things. Now, women, it could be ten times worse because say they're sleeping with a guy over and over and over again. And they end up pregnant. And you're married to this guy over here. Now, do you lie and say the baby is his? Or do you lie or you tell the truth and tell him that it's Jorge's baby? Or wherever the hell you've been, been sleeping with? But marriage, like I said, in this century is very sketchy. No one wants to be tied down for the rest of their life to one person. Not when you have women with bigger breasts than most melons. Guy with a washboard abs and he runs around with his shirt wide open. And, uh, you know, younger, older, you know, it doesn't matter. And they look at marriage as a death sentence. They feel like they're in prison. Oh my God, I got this ball and chain around my neck. You know, that type of stuff. Because that's how men are. But my main thing is, is that if you are going to cheat and go out and sleep with or whoever the hell you want to sleep with and the person that you're sleeping with actually met you then you really should have not got married you should have got on one knee and asked this woman to marry you if you were going to go out and cheat on her anyway don't get me wrong there's a lot of temptations out here these days you know girls or women are wearing stuff that yeah, that shows off their curbs and you know, they talk nice and nice and you know quiet to you and they have beautiful eyes and you know nice ass and all that type of stuff and men are just like okay I gotta hit that and some do losing track of the fact is your wife's over here with four of your kids and you're sitting out here messing around with big booty truly over here I have been in four or five ways mostly mainly used with the best man and um, didn't mind being a best man. Some people think that I'm the best man in the world, and I'm like, <laughs> where? But I was honored to be their best man in their weddings. And it's uh, I've been involved in weddings. But mine's, as I've said before, was very, very dressed down. My whole marriage was all dressed down. We got married on that Friday and went back to work that Monday. No fanfare, no nothing. We didn't even have the reception until later on that summer. And we 
invited our family and friends and, you know, had a good time. But you get the woman, and most women are like this when it comes to marriage. Planning the wedding is a pain in the ass. Now, the man thinks that since he pulled out this ring and got on one knee and asked this woman to marry him, and she says yes, that the hard part's over. So then you got the woman who wants this gigantic, over-the-top, Falcon Crest Dynasty type of wedding. They want the 15 bridesmaids. They want the 15 groomsmen. They want to have it outside with the urns and the preachers. Over preaching, we should be marrying these people. And, and they, you know, they jump the broom and they share cakes, smashing each other's faces. They dance and all that type of stuff. And then about seven or eight months later, he's outside screwing somebody else. Now, for men, everybody knows that the only reason why the marriage even came up is maybe because they do love you. Maybe because they feel, well, I can't hit nobody else, you do. You know, that type of stuff. Young guys, young, young, these youngins now, they got that really, really bad. I love you, girl, but you know what I'm saying? I go out and cheat and stuff like that. You're not supposed to do that if you're engaged, if you're married. If you've been married more than five years, that's a big no-no. But when they say that, it means they probably already fucked somebody already. And they keep doing it. Now, in this era, marriage is, like I said, tricky. Some people have open marriages, which means they can go out and sleep with dilly wa dilly and still be married to this woman over here with no consequences, which I never understood. Then there's some that date so damn long, like for 30 and 40 years, never been married, that common law marriage comes into play. And then there's that no special guy or special girl that or the girl I should say who loves this guy so much that she will ask him to marry her which is to me sounds like you know no offense but it sounds like desperation because no woman wants to be by herself they want to have the wedding they want to be they want to invite their families they have their girlfriends or the bridesmaids and everything else. Hence, turning into a what they call a bridezilla. Everything's got to be perfect. Her wedding dress got to be the perfect length. Her hair's got to be the perfect size and shape and hair and everything else. Everything has got to be on point before you walk down the aisle to say I do to this man that may or may not actually be with you in the next five or ten months. So... I, I don't get it. My mom and my father, my mom and dad, for example, they were married for 25 years. They were separated about the same amount of time. My dad lived in California. My mom lived right here in Kansas City. And they were never fucking divorced. Ever. My dad got some divorce papers from my mother once. I was living with him at the time. And I must mind you, California gets pretty damn hot during the summer. So it was kind of surprising when I walked in and my dad's starting a fire and threw some papers in there. I was like, what was that, dad? Oh, don't worry about it. It's none of your damn business. It was a decree for divorce for my mother. 
and he burnt them. He even told me one time to tell my mom that, well, since we've been separated so long, she can go back to being a Kiris, which is my mother's old name before she got married. Well, that went over like a lead balloon in a thunderstorm heading to New York or something. My mother, she cussed like a sailor. And when I told her that, you would think I told her to kiss my entire ass. Oh no, I'm not changing my damn name back. I've been at his damn name for some certain time and this and everything else. And you tell that gray haired bastard this, this, and this, and this, and this. Not a good old days. But seriously, if you do not want to be around this person for the rest of your fucking life, then you should have not asked them to marry you. If you're going to cheat on say person, whether it be a man's part or a woman's part, then you should have not walked down the aisle and said, I do. If you were going to just be in this relationship just for sex, and you screw him, he screwed you. Now, baby pops out, you know, they just keep on going. And if you wanted to keep it that way, you should have not asked them to marry you. If the woman gets married to you, and say 19 years later, they tell you that they don't love you no more. This is not working. I feel, feel trapped and everything else. Man feels trapped. Again, no one should take a vow nowhere if that's the case. Because it really messes up your psyche. Um, not to be bringing up my brother. He didn't marry twice. He's married to his lady, this girl named Sabrina, loved her. She's a big girl. And they got divorced. About or I should say their marriage was dissolved after about uh, six or seven months after they got married. He got married again and he's with his wife now, over to death. And they've been married for quite some time now. But then you get that one special, special person that asked the girl to marry him and the girl says yes and they have this lavish wedding and you know, doves are flying champagne's falling from the heavens and Algerol's playing in the background or whatever and everything's great or hell maybe even Gerald LeVert I don't know but it's not the wedding march and uh, you, you know, got your old dress on looking all fancy spancy and he's got his tuxedo on looking all spancy pantsy and you know I love him I love her and it lasts about six months the love is gone but marriage, just like everything else in this great century we're living in now, is kind of a, you know, hated, basically, in any age. So, people will, um, you know, they will fall out of love with a person they got married to, or one of them cheat on another, or they had so many kids and they're getting tired of being around them. Anything can trigger a divorce. And key thing, especially now. Which is why most people, most couples, I should say, go on this hiatus of being just engaged. 
and they never walk down the aisle, they never make wedding plans, nothing. They're just engaged. You have the ring. You ask her to marry you. And you're engaged. And you stay engaged for the next 20 or 30 years because you are scared to marry this man or this woman. Then why in the hell did you ask her or him in the first place? Why did you say yes? You knew this guy was one of these little fugglers out here in the street selling and doing dumb shit. Probably go to jail for doing the dumb shit anyway. And you just, you know, just say, I love him, I love it to death. Well, you don't. Because if he loved you, like he said he did, then he would know God and do something that will separate you from him. Because that's how much he loves you. And then you got these mentalities that, you know, we Bonnie and Clyde, you know, we, see, we back each other up, you know, she's my rib, and all that type of bullshit. But as soon as another rib with a bigger ass near girlfriend over here passes you, oh, you're going to fucking look. Okay? Any male with, with, a, with a Johnson will look. And if you, your wife or your girlfriend catch you doing that, that's when the marriage starts going south. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not scared of marriage. I'm not. It took me 40 fucking years to find my wife. 40. My entire fucking life to find her. I took a hiatus from being dating for three years before I met her. Because of another woman who lied bald-faced about me. Won't go there. But the fact is, is that I met my wife. She loves me for who I am, all big and small, whatever. She's, you know, been in my corner since day one, since I met her. And she did a lot of stuff for my family that I couldn't do. So, of course, I'm going to fucking marry her. <laughs> we stupid, you know. And, uh, and that's how, you know, we got married. We didn't get no traditional wedding and talk to preachers and, you know, do the wedding, you know, ceremonies and rehearsals and that bullshit. We got up on a crispy April morning on the 25th. Both of us were wearing basketball jerseys, if you can believe that. And we walked in the courthouse. We gave the guy, you know, the, the uh, reverend that married us. He was a white guy. <laughs> and he, you know, asked us if we were ready. And we are like, yeah, we had the rings and everything. Now... This is when it got really kind of, kind of off. My brother was out of, t- out of the country at the time. And I've been a, been a best man in two of his weddings. And he was not here for mine. So my mother, God rest her soul, told me to not get married until he came home. Well, that was not going to happen. <laughs> and my wife, she's the kind of person that whatever comes up, comes out, good or bad. Just kind of with her like, wow, did you just say that? And she had a point, though. Why do we have to wait on somebody else for us to get married? I agreed, but I didn't say it out loud. And my mom, you would think that she told, I told her, you would think that I came up to her door, kicked the door in, real gone with the wind style, you know, just kick it in and mom and we're getting married. I don't give a damn if you like it or not. No. My mom's like, well, fuck y'all. Y'all do what the fuck you want to do. And fuck this, fuck that. You know. And my mom had a, had a tendency to 
kind of, you know, spin what actually happened to the point where we are about to get our ass kicked by, by the rest of my family. So we had to go around doing damage control. And my sisters, being the biggest people that do that, they were ready to whoop me and my wife's ass. I'm like, whoa, women, I know that didn't happen. No, that didn't happen either. But again, we still got married. And because of that, my mom wasn't there, and neither was my mother-in-law. Sometimes I, I regret deeply, especially now, but at the time I was like, well, you know what? Screw it. I'm the one getting married. I'm a grown-ass man. If you don't want to be there for that, then so be it. But most marriages end way worse than that. And like I said, temptation is a some bitch. You got these girls that are looking like they're grown and they're teenagers and you're looking at them like, yeah, I can definitely hit that. <laughs> okay? Do some R. Kelly shit. And then you get these girls that you sleep with and, you know, you go all glint, they go all glint close on you and start burning rabbits on your stove and because you screwed her but you're still married to this man, this woman, woman over here, you know? And uh, then you got these young girls that, you know, they date these little, you know, hooligans out here in the street and shit, talking about they loved it to him. And they go around talking about, well, you know, we, we be having sex and stuff, right? But ain't no love involved. Bullshit. <laughs> I mean, sex is probably the most biggest, you know, like, together thing ever. Because you get to see this woman naked, she gets to see you naked, and you both play matches mambo. And those that only have, like, you know, quote-unquote sex partners, that's some bullshit, too. Now, you're going to tell me that if you meet a guy or a girl who's intelligent, he, she likes listening to you, you like listening to her, you guys are so great together, and you like pancakes and syrup, and... You mean to tell me that you want to sleep with this woman? So you go all the way on the other side of town to screw the girl you've been screwing because you're not dating her. And she lets you. Bullshit. <laughs> okay? There ain't no such thing to me as a damn sex partner. You both are dating or you're not dating. If you ain't dating, then you shouldn't be doing a deed. Unless you're, you know, a street, like a sex worker or, you know, a pimp or something. I don't know. But it's bullshit. But we're just having sex. We're just no big. We're no, not attached to nothing like that. Nah, yeah, yeah, whatever. Sex is the most emotional thing on earth. You get your feelings hurt by the person you're having sex with, you're going to feel it. So, when I hear about guys getting divorced, and especially in Hollywood, you know, they, they get divorced there on the daily because they're celebrities. And they're all like, well, we have reconcilable differences. Okay, at least one of you probably did something that you wasn't supposed to do. And your spouse either caught you or heard about it. And they say, therefore, they'll go out and say, fuck you, we're getting divorced. But then that's, and that's when even crazier shit happens. When a man has a wife, okay, or a girlfriend that's they're engaged to. They can go overboard with it sometimes. I mean, they'd be like, well, I'm going to go out with my girlfriend. You're like, you ain't going nowhere. 
Are you fucking Ike Turner now? Okay, this is a this is a news entry. You do that shit, and they liable to stab your ass in your sleep while she's watching reruns of Oprah Winfrey show or something. Because women don't play that shit now. They will stab your ass and wait for the cops to get there and say he cheated. He had to die. And they get controlling sometimes, some of them, younger people especially. Men, they come out there and be like, well, no, you ain't talking to nobody else but me. Shit, I ain't doing nothing. You shouldn't be doing nothing either. Okay, thank you, Maury. <laughs> okay. But they get mad when they start, you know, because they did something wrong and they split up. But you get mad at the girl, the woman that you were born to, going to get married to, because she's talking to another man. Bruh, you can't do either one of those. You can either quit her altogether or marry her altogether. Can't be, can't be both. You can't be mad at this man or this woman for going out and living their life after you because you didn't want to jump the room with him or her. Can't do that. You know, and that seems to be the case though sometimes. But I don't want to talk to nobody. But you're not dating her though. You're not dating her, you're not engaged to her, you're not married to her, and she's not married to you. She can go around screwing anything like she wants to. Same thing with a man. So, if you are going to do the whole marriage thing, you better stick with it. Because if you don't, then you'll look like a complete ass when you do find out that your significant other or future significant other has been cheating on you. And it's not even about, sometimes it's not even about cheating. There's a lot of, uh, in this day and age, women, younger women, have a tendency to say, well, I'm not going to date this dude just unless he has a car and he has a job and he can take care of me financially and, you know, sexually and all that bullshit. Okay, then you are in the wrong state for one. Two, when you do find somebody that, let me know so maybe I can find him and marry him myself. They've got, you know, women gives out ultimatums. They come up there and say, well, if you don't get married to me at the time, this, this, this boyfriend-girlfriend shit is over and all that type of stuff. But then, <laughs> but then now women are bigger max than most men now. And they don't like the marriage thing either. They're scared to death of it. And they probably been saying all men are pigs, and they, you know, try to turn that emotional chip off they got in their head, and you know, hang mess with nobody else get until I get married. And okay, well, good luck. Go out and buy like 15 cats because they're gonna be in your damn house pretty soon. And then, guys, you come up here and ask this woman to marry you. You say you get on one knee, you get the ring out. Everybody's crying. Oh my God, girl. And you say yes. Now, before you should, before you say yes, you should look at what he does. If he's a hardworking person, he loves you and only you. He doesn't hang out very much with his friends and stuff like that, even though he could. And puts up with you on a daily basis. Even when you accuse him of cheating on you for five minutes. You're cheating on me, aren't you? You're cheating on me, aren't you? No. But you don't believe that. <sighs> so then 
the friend, the relationship just breaks. It just goes away. So, this age, this day and age, nothing is sacred. Now, we all know about Prince Philip, who just passed away on Friday. And he was 99 years old. He was married to Queen Elizabeth for 74 fucking years. 74. That's a century and a half. Okay? I mean, that's a long damn time. Especially in the Queen Prince and everything. Come on. They're royalty. And they stayed together for 74 years. You can't pay a guy or a girl of this, this era to do that. We were the same guy for 74 years. Oh my God. Because you don't like marriage. You're scared of it. It scares the shit out of you. Because you might just actually fall in love with the guy or the girl. They may fuck around on you. Whatever. But there are couples that got married when they were really, really young. I mean, like 20 or 19 even. And they go on to have, like, all these kids. All their kids are having grandkids. And all their kids, their kids are having great-great-grandkids. And it just goes on and on and on. And most of these older couples, they got probably got married in, like, the 50s or 60s. Put up with a whole lot of shit going on. And they probably had better or for worse 15,000 times over since to the day one of them dies. But that's what marriage is. It's a lifelong commitment to one person. And if you do not want to be with a person, no matter how many years it is, when you're not married to them or whatever, and they ask you to marry them, if you don't want to be with this person, then say fucking no. No, I can't do that. You know, sorry. Okay. Did I do something wrong? No, I ain't doing nothing wrong. Think about that shit before you say, oh my God, yes, girl. Oh my God. <sighs> dating in the future. Dating, dating, dating in the fucking future. There is no dating. There is phone a friend for sex. There are sex partners. There is open marriage. And there is, you know, straight out cheating. Because open, open marriage, to me, is a very bad idea. Because... You bring somebody else into the middle of your marriage, where you're doing threesomes or foursomes or ninesomes, whatever, and you keep doing it with this person plus your wife or your husband, chances are one of them is going to fall in love with the other. And then problems exude. Next thing you know, you're, you're a sketch on 48 hours. Well, we love these are and everything, right? But I fell in love with the girl that we was having sex with, and my wife tried to kill me. What the hell did you expect? Really. And then you got women that um, like I said, they they have demands. Oh, we gonna do this and we gonna do that. We gonna have some children. We gonna get married. Okay, we just met five minutes ago. How the hell do you know that? And if you keep accusing your spouse of cheating, chances are they're gonna fucking do it. They figure if you're gonna Excuse me this shit, I might as well go ahead and do it. So I can say, yes, yes, I did cheat on you. Why the hell you do that for? <laughs> you already thought I was. So it's really no big, no big surprise. But the thing, like I said, 
marriage is a very long commitment. And if you think that you can stay with this person and want to be with this person, then all, by all means, do it. Jump the broom, kick the bucket, whatever you want to do. But just know that that's what marriage is. 50-50. Sometimes it's 97. Well, I don't know. But either way, if you are planning on being around this person for the rest of your life and they say yes, then you are committed to that person. Some of y'all watching me damn soap operas. <laughs> I used to watch them too, so I can't lie. But on soap operas, there has been marriages, big weddings, small weddings. There's been lifelong, you know, relationships and you know, good and bad, and have children, have good and bad, and you know, whatever. I think Luke and Laura comes to mind. But then you got the mistress that's. You know, walking around with her breast hanging out, and she's flirting with your husband right in front of you, and she's threatening, I'm gonna take your man. And then this music comes on, and they start fighting and throwing each other in the river and everything else. Real soap opera shit. But this is not a soap opera. And you are not Blake Harrington. <laughs> okay? You're not Alexis. You are not rich. Okay? Rich people, like celebrities, they change wives like people change tires. They have a mitt, they have a wife, they have a mistress, the mistress mistress, the mistress junior juniors, and everybody else. Why? Because he's a rich bastard. Aristotle Onassis. Onassis. Richest man on earth at one time. He had a girlfriend. He had a wife. The man was married to Jackie fucking Kennedy for crying out loud. He paid her to get married, whatever. But the thing is, is that he was a millionaire. And millionaires mostly think with two things, their money and their penis. And they get married to this trophy wife or what they do, and they still go out and fuck around. It's like, okay, you really expect him to say with your ass. He's a millionaire. People probably, women probably throw their panties in his damn car while you drive it. And he's like, well, I can get any woman I want to. I'm rich, bitch. Yeah, you could. But if you are over here fucking around on your wife, and you're a millionaire, and she divorces you, guess what? She gets half your shit. Especially on the right, prenup. And that's another thing. The prenup thing. I never wrote one when I got married to my wife. I don't have shit anyway. So, that's why. And I trust her that that's not going to happen. But people get prenups. When they do get prenups, you already know the damn marriage is almost doomed anyway. Because they trust that you are going to do something wrong or she's going to do something wrong. So you want to make sure that she don't get none of the shit that you came in with. And that's when you know you really should not be married to this person over here. Because you have a prenup. Prenups are just like saying, hey, I'm going to cheat on you one day. And you're not getting all my shit. But I love you though. Let's get married. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and uh, you know. And then there's another thing that pisses me off. <laughs> Young people getting married. And I mean, I don't mean like 20 and 30. I mean like teenage years getting married. Because teenagers these days, their attention span is about the size of a gnat. 
they fell in love with this girl. They didn't fall in love with the girl as a whole. They fell in love with their body. This little teenage girl walking to you and she has like, you know, headlights for, <laughs> for a breast or something like that. Okay, he's like, oh, good. I love her. So I'm a damn with him. And y'all yelling at each other every five minutes. And I hate you. I hate you. And y'all end up in bed or what? You know, real baby boy bullshit. You know. And you talking about, well, I love her, man. She's my, she's my rock, man. Stuff like that. No. No doubt she ain't. She just sleeps at you. And if you let this other teenage girl come over here, she'll probably sleep with her, too. It's a very long cycle. And... They talk about where we're going to get married, especially, in, like I said, Hollywood. <laughs> Young people get married and divorce faster than old people. And they'd be like, I wonder what went wrong. Well, maybe because you're 18 years old and your hormones are still kicking in. And uh, any person has a right that's a left ass, then you're going to look. Because you're young. You have all this pent-up aggression and you want to take it not on your girlfriend or your wife. You want to take it on somebody else. And, uh, you know, it's just a very, like I said, it's a very, very hard subject to talk about. But the one thing that messes up, that messes with me when it comes to marriage, you mess around with her, you mess around him. You get married, you have children, two and three and four or five, whatever. And one of you decides to break off the marriage. Just end it completely. You got kids over here. They're all looking at you like, why your mommy don't love me that in the mouth? Well, we just had problems with baby and everything else. Apparently you did not have any problems when you were both screwing each other. And then the first kid came, and then the second, and the third. And next thing you know, you have the Chicago Bulls as about children, <laughs> okay? And you get divorced. So then you bring up kids in the middle of it. Well, you gonna live with your dad, you gonna live with me. Uh, and these kids don't know what the hell's going on, especially if they're younger. They probably just thinking, well, did I do something? I felt that way when my mom and my dad separated. I, I did. I blame my mom for my dad running, from going off and running away and stuff like that. I did. I admit that shit. Because if I knew then what I know now, you know, I, actually, I learned it. But the fact is, I thought my mom was the one that chased him off. And they never, ever got divorced. Does that make any sense to you? Doesn't to me either. If you really hate this, my mom, <laughs> man, if I had a dollar for every single time my mom called my, my father a great-haired bastard, or that some bitch, or that asshole, this podcast would be in Hollywood and I'd be doing it from Capitol Records. Okay? And because that's how, that's every time you mention his name, I hate that motherfucker. That little gray haired bastard. And, you know, and just, yang, yang, yang. I'm like, Mom, calm down. We saw. It's okay. He's, he's not here, you know. So, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just really, really just crazy. Marriage now is worse than it ever was because basically nobody's actually married. If you don't walk into a courthouse or walk into a church in front of all these people that are wearing tuxedos and nice dresses and everything, and you say, I do, and you say, I do, then you're not married. You're just screwing each other. Yeah, you could be probably a boyfriend or girlfriend, 
and you could be a younger boyfriend girlfriend and you'd be like I love her no you don't you're sleeping with her that's what you love you love the fact that she wants to get naked and so do you you want to be with her sexually and she's an emotional wreck because you don't want to be with her married wise don't be thinking about marriage when you're 20 years old it is not going to fucking survive it's not sorry I don't believe in that shit and it seems that if you get married at that age and your marriage starts, you know, staling and stuff like that, that's when all the damn, you know, third person comes in and, you know, you do like, you know, different like uh, acting out stuff. Like, you know, you're, you're the doctor and your wife's the nurse and, you know, just to kind of keep the damn the marriage alive. Then, um, you know, that's... Uh, it's a scream for help, actually, if you ask me. So, I am, um, I'm not a marriage counselor, I'm not a marriage expert, but I do know for a fact that when I asked my wife to marry me, I asked her to marry me, <laughs> okay? I didn't say, well, you want to start, this is a promise ring, right? So next time I talk to you, we're going to be married one of these damn days. No. You got on the fucking knee, dude. You got this big-ass rock that you want to give to your wife. Then you're married to her. Does that mean you go out and be like, well, look, here's for me. You can have sex right now, but this is it for me. No. Once she says yes, you're locked in. You are like deal or no deal. You are one of the fucking suitcases. And they, you know, your wife is giving you a deal. Okay, you want to stay with me or you want to go over here and mess around with big boom boom with a sal over here make up your fucking mind it's a deal or no deal something like that so it's a um, it's just it's crazy it really is I have um, I have no desire or want to desire to cheat on my wife it took me too damn long to find her why the hell would I do that for? And then some of these women, some of them think they're real slick. They say stuff to you, even though, from my point of view, I don't even know when a woman's flirting with me. I don't. I'm completely oblivious to all that type of stuff because I think they're after, they're after something, which in their case, they probably are. And I think it's bullshit. And I don't know it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. And my wife gets a, gets a kick out of it, by the way. She's like, you don't know what somebody knows. I don't know when nobody's flirting me. I just, look at me. I'm, I'm a damn, I'm a, I'm two ho-hos from being on a hundred pound, be on a thousand pound life or some shit, you know? I don't think I'm a handsome man. Quite frankly, I think I'm the ugliest bastard you ever see. I talk funny and I look funny. I've had too many damn women tell me that. So when one actually flirts with me, which I don't know what that when that, that is, but they do, then I'm like, oh, okay, well, I just think they're being nice. And my wife gets kicked out of that too. But that just shows me that my eyes are still on my wife. She's still attractive. She still sleeps with me. She does everything. That's why I married her. And I know for a fact that the only way, from my point of view, that we would ever 
separate will be by death. Or maybe she kills me, I kill her, we kill each other. Kind of a war of the world this type of thing. But that's not going to happen either. So for me to be like, well, I'm going to go out with my friends and and do dumb shit with a dumb woman, and then she holds it over my head for the rest of my life, then you didn't want to be married in the first damn place. Sorry. I mean, if I lose my damn black card because of all this shit, or man card, or whatever you want to call it, then so be it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a old-fashioned person. I believe that once, once you get married to a person, you're with that person forever. And you can you probably get tempted... You can probably find a woman flirting with you or everything. But you have to remember that this woman over here actually said yes to you. She didn't say, okay, let's have sex right now. No. And you've been married to her for, for decades and centuries and never left her side and everything else. You die when she dies and all that type of stuff. That's what marriage is. But if you were going to go out and do everything you did when you were single while you're married then you really should have not asked that person to marry you. Because your feelings will get hurt, especially women. Women, they get cheated on by their, by their spouse, their boyfriend or husband. Husband been messing around with the, with the secretary, whatever. Then she starts blaming all men for one man's fuck-up. I ain't do shit. I ain't do damn thing. I didn't even know your ass. I'm just trying to be friendly. But now y'all, y'all cheating and everything else. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cheating nobody about nobody. <laughs> Please. Why the hell did I do that? I'm, I'm not messing up my damn marriage for that shit. I'm not messing my, my, my marriage up for one night. One night stand. I can't do that. Because the woman that you're sleeping with could turn around and call your wife like, well, you know, your husband slept with me, right? You know, he just had me and him had sex all day long and everything else and just blows up the whole damn marriage thing when you could have just kept it in your pants and went home and screwed your wife <laughs> I mean how what kind of, how can you say it <sighs> but it's um, it's very hard to do that in this age there's too many people not trusting people especially boyfriends and girlfriends because you know guys they you know boyfriend girlfriends especially younger ones they will accuse you of cheating on them five minutes at a time. You're cheating on me out here. You don't love me, do you? This is all just bullshit. But you know you haven't done anything unless you want to do something. And it goes back to then you shouldn't have took your vows to say I do to this woman. You just shouldn't have done it. Same thing with men. So, so if you are married, like myself, and you love your spouse, like I definitely do, then, and no other woman can come close to that person, then you're doing fine. There's nothing to be afraid of, you know? She'll get on your damn nerves sometime, and you probably get on hers. You know, she'll get mad at you for doing something that you, you want to do together, but you're like, no, I'm too tired, stuff like that. You may have arguments, disagreements, should you probably even be fist fighting, whatever if you're into that type of thing. But the long story is, marriage is a forever commitment. There is no backtracking about it. There is no, okay, we're going to get married somewhere down the line. No. 
you told this woman that you want to marry her? That woman says, yes, I will marry you. That's it. No looking at the bikinis when you're walking down the beach and going to nightclubs that you know the girls are dancing topless and all that type of shit. Because you're asking to get your ass divorced. And then you get bitter if that happens. Well, she thought he don't mean anything and she can't swear divorce. I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, you the one that fucked it up. Let the woman go on about her business. Don't be hanging around unless you have children. Then don't, you know, drag her through the mud like that. You the one that fucked up. Same thing with women. I love you. Why don't you love me? Because you fucked around with, with, you know, King Ningaling over here. King spells his own name, but hey, gotta gotta find his body. <laughs> but you know, it's a well, like I said, it's a very touchy subject. And if you ask a divorcee how they feel about being divorced, some will be like, "Oh yeah, I grow up, I love it, it's great, I'm freedom, yay." Yeah, it was great for a while. And then you start seeing couples that you went to school with, got married, and they have their children, their family. Or you see your ex-girlfriend dating some guy that, you know, is a professional something, doctor, lawyer, athlete, whatever. And then you start thinking about good times. It's like, oh, well, you know, I remember we used to walk to the park and we held hands, we, we, you know, fed the geese, whatever. Because you decide to have a mattress party with somebody that's not your wife or your husband. And then your husband or your wife gets, you know, really, really mad at your ass and divorce pops out their head. But you have no reason to get mad because you're the reason why they're asking for it. But, long story short, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not going to stay married, then don't ask to get married. Please. There's enough sorrow and shit in this world right now that divorce is definitely should not be happening we're totally together it should be and if you have one that's in your corner no matter what then don't fuck it up because if you do then you'd be wishing somewhere down the line that you could have it back again and it never will because she already doesn't trust your ass and people are scared of you know the whole M word and um you know in some cases I can see that I was scared of death too I was when I asked my wife to marry me I was like what the hell am I doing but I do not regret it not one bit I didn't even propose like you know like normal guys do I did get on one knee but I did act like I was picking something up off the floor and um I picked up the ring (laughs) and my wife looked at me like what the fuck is that you know so instead of saying will you marry me honey like real fucking, you know, as well turns type of shit. You hear the background music and it goes to commercial and I tell no, hell no. I was in my fucking pajamas at her house, sitting there watching TV. And I had to like something fell on the floor. I'm like, oh God, something fell on the floor. She's like, what is it? So I was like, yes, this ring. And she's like, okay. So I asked her, I was like, and like I said, not traditional. I asked her, so you want to get married or what? (laughs) I said it just like that. Yeah, you want to get married or what? And she's like, yes. 
you know, there was no no Purple Rain playing in the background and, you know, some kind of, you know, love song that we both know or anything like that. Just, you know, she loved me a little bit. Okay, yeah, sure, let's do it. And it's the best thing I ever did. And most men won't say that out loud, but it is. I mean, I was at rock fucking bottom, damn near, when I met my wife. I just got slapped with child support from my daughter's mother. And it was months after they moved to North Dakota. And then I um, I lost my car, repoed. My job was, you know, I was hanging on by a thread. And everything in the world that was happening to me hit me at once. Had my damn lights turned off. All types of shit. But my wife could have left at any fucking time that she wanted to. All those damn things were deal breakers. And she didn't do it. So I'm like, hmm, okay. I didn't have a drop of damn food in my house when I met her. I was completely dirt fucking poor and starving. In a studio apartment by my fucking self. And she went out and brought me some damn groceries. Because as she said, if I'm going to be staying over here, I got to eat. Can't blame for that. <laughs> and then when I was trying to get me another car, she stayed with me for eight fucking hours trying to get this paperwork done so I can drive away in the car that we got together. And, um, yeah. So you damn right I married her. And there was a lot of people against us. There was a lot of people that thought that <clears throat> our marriage would not last five minutes, more or less twelve years almost. And they were wrong. I mean, there's no other way to say it. They were dead fucking wrong. <laughs> okay. So, you know, and in recent months I you know, I had my little COVID scare and she had hers, and I was in the hospital, she was suffering with hers, and, you know, we were, we had many times that we could have separated. I drove to California to see my stepmother, and a lot of stuff happened there. She was way back in Nebraska, wondering when I was going to come home. She didn't think I was coming home, because, you know, I'm in California, hello. But something in me told me, get back to your fucking wife now. So I cast up my damn beast, which is my 98 GMC, and drove it all the way back 1,534 miles back to my fucking wife. After being gone for a month and a half. And the whole time I was driving, I was thinking just that. I need to get home to my wife. I need to get home to my wife. My wife missed me. I miss her. I get home to her. Not wild dogs could not have kept me from here, from her. So, all I can say is, is that if you believe in your, you know, your love life and your marriage, stuff like that, just stick with it. Don't let it go overboard. Don't go out and try to do stuff that you're not supposed to be doing because it affects you, seriously. And that is my word. So, for that being said, this is your boy for the Black Hand Podcast 2.0, signing off.
Good night, America, wherever you are. Peace.